welcome back to another episode of unknown and talented behind the scenes with your very own jalan abrams and sharni janice happy new year jalan happy new year um if you're watching this podcast episode you'll see that there are two mics so it looks like you had a good christmas yeah yeah i got a got a uh, santa santa brought two mics for me no hey. miss claus but too much i don't know how to I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> My girlfriend bought me two mics. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. Um, of course, I'm going to say it's cool because I bought them for you. But I think they're cool. Well, they're cool for you because now you get to talk in the mic. Hopefully, I'm you, like, you know, I was a kid. I always enough. wanted to be like in the studio, have a headset on, have the mic. And so this is just, it feels very legit. I'm a fan. So I did this mostly for you. Small piece for me as well because I knew this would be fun for me. So Yeah. Hopefully you're talking in the mic, though. On giving. Well, it's my first time. So if I'm doing it wrong, y'all going to bear with me. Give me some grace because this is my first time talking on the mic. Um, Any other noteworthy gifts that you got for Christmas? Well, I got two of the same gifts, which mm -hmm. is kind of funny. So as y'all know me, I'm into self-help and always improving. So I heard about a book called Atomic Habits, and I've just been talking about it, talking about it, and... Ended up getting it twice. My girlfriend bought it. Like I said, Miss Claus, Santa Claus, whatever you want to call her. <laughs> and then my aunt bought me another one. So we got two books. Nice, nice. So um, from this, um, you know, understanding of having two books, uh, we decided to start a book club. So if anyone wants to join virtually, um, we're on chapter, which chapter are you on now? Four? I'm on chapter I'm on four. Chapter. You're on. You read another chapter? Don't be lying for don't be lying for the audience now. I'm on three. You're on four. I'm, I'm on, on three. four. You're on okay, three. Okay, I'm on three. Oh, you're uh, trying to no, we we gotta be honest. This is a book club. Anyway. Um, I'm on chapter three. Um, Jalan's on chapter four, so we're still very early. That's right. Um, in this process, feel free to join along audio book. We can put the link in there. It's not an affiliate link, unfortunately, but go ahead and get you get your version. Um but within this, it's been making us think a lot about our habits, um, just thinking about growing and changing. And I think one thing it made me think about was just where do I even get my habits from? Mm -hmm. So I guess thinking about that, we chatted about it a little, but uh, when you think about your habits, whether it be good habits, bad habits, um, what are some of the like the sources you found that curated those for you? Well, first of all, I get all my bad habits from my parents. I blame them. <laughs> <laughs> all the bad habits is for my parents. That's it. I, I do all the good stuff. Oh, boy. All right. Um, I would not co-sign that. You have wonderful parents. It taught you lots of great habits. One habit you did not get from your parents is being heavy-handed with seasoning, but we won't talk about that. Okay. <laughs> well, this is the new year, right? Come on now. Okay. Okay. So, yes, definitely a lot of habits. I'll say one habit that I do have is is eating breakfast in the morning. I feel like that's something that everybody doesn't do. At a young age, I realized I was an important meal. Like my dad always made sure to make breakfast for me. And then once I got to high school, that was a wrap for that. So I ended up making breakfast myself. So that was something that I'd take till now. It's just so important, especially like me wanting to work out. Like it's important to eat meals. So yeah, that's something that happened that I do every day, make breakfast. Mm -mm. No matter if I'm late for work, I'm about to make some breakfast because I'm about to have a good day. Well, you know, hey, uh, for me, a habit that I started. Um, so I lived with my aunt 
for a season after I graduated. I worked at her daycare center um, and stayed with her. And so, you know, um, when you, you're staying with your auntie, if you've ever stayed with a family member, then you know, like, I'm going to live by their rules, right? Like, I'm staying here rent-free. Least I can do is just honor their space. Um, and one thing that was really important for her was, like, making up the bed. And so that's where that mm. habit started. I, I make up, I wake up every day. I make up the bed um, because I, I mean, we got up early because the daycare opened early because people need to drop their kids off before work. But she was like, hey, like when you get up, make spread your bed before you leave this house. And I was like, yeah, I'm just trying to get out the bed. But that's where that started. So that's that funny. That's funny. Yeah, mm. we didn't, we didn't spread the bed in my house. So I told you all the bad paths from my parents. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but we didn't we didn't spread the bed at, at my house. So it's just funny. It's like when I did go to New York for like my my grandparents, they're like, you ain't spread the bed. You ain't make the bed. And it's like, we're not used to doing that. Even to this day, I try. Like Charney got the extra fancy stuff, but I, I tried to, to spread my bed. I tried to keep up, but yeah, I, I really don't. Hey, right, well. You know, it's never it's never too late to learn new habits. Um, but there are certain times in your life where it's like you're a little bit too old for bad habits. Um, Usher released a song um, within like what the last couple of years. I, I can't even say what year it came out mm-hmm. called Bad Habits. And I remember listening to the words and I was like, sir, you are too grown singing about what you're singing about right now. You are a little old for these bad habits. You're not, you know, fresh 21, 22 year old singing this song. You'd be like, mm, that's really sad. You're messing up your love life because you had too many last night, baby. You should get some help. But there's still time for you. At this point, I'm like, baby, you grown. Whoever put this song on your desk and was like, this is good for you. They should have rethought that because ain't nothing cute about somebody his age talking about some. You had too many last night. You messing up your love life. Do better. You old. I think that's the truth, though. We get too much fake stuff in music. Talk about your bad habits. How many people got bad habits? I mean, I'm not saying that it's a lie. I'm just saying that he needs to pick up this book, Atomic Habits, and he needs to do better if that's his real life. Because that's unfortunate. If anybody's that age and that's your dilemma, please also, in the link, get this book. I think it's good to... to, I think the the first way to change... Is you have to, what's the word they use? You gotta know you. You gotta know you got a problem first. That's the first thing. So that was, he was step one of recovery. Step one of recovery is that he got a problem, and he gonna sing about it. The next song goes the next song. I don't know. He probably got over the bad habit. I don't know, but I don't know. I don't know. I just really hope that's really not his life. Sometimes mm-hmm. people just sing songs about things, and they know it's catchy. So Usher Raymond, I hope that's the truth. I hope you really don't have those habits at this age, sir. But if you do, link is in the bio. If you're enjoying this episode, make sure you leave a review on the Unknown and Talented podcast page. Also, subscribe on YouTube and leave a comment and like it and share to all your friends. (laughs) Do all of that stuff because I paid way too much money for this ad for y'all not to do something. So y'all gonna have to do something. We're gonna have to figure it out. Okay, the only way things grow is word of mouth. Y'all gotta word them out. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta spread the love. The way, same way I'm spreading y'all love, I'm motivating you, I'm helping you change your life. You gotta help change my life too. This is, this is a, it's a give and take. It's a give and take. I can't just give, give, give. Cause after a while, if I don't get enough likes, this podcast is gonna be over anyway. So come on now, make sure y'all share it, review, subscribe, comment, like, all that stuff. Thank you, appreciate it. But, question though. How do you know a habit is a bad habit? Because mm-hmm. we do so many things every day, like not even thinking about it, 
Like, for example, for me, I'm much better at it now. You know, when I get up, I press my alarm. I'm right on Instagram right away. I hit my alarm on my phone. Oh, my gosh. Well, what did they talk about there? That's like the first thing you see in the morning. But how do you know that's a bad habit? How do you know that's a problem? Um, I think the habits, at least so far from what we're reading about, at the end of the year, one big piece that he spoke about is like 1% getting better. And so when you have positive habits, when you look back over the cadence of a year, a couple of years, there's a growth there. Um, in contrast, if you look back over your year and to his point when he's singing about in the song where it's like, I keep messing up. It's like, it's a clear understanding that something is not right here and that there's a consistent habit correlated. So a lot of people, I think, know they have bad habits. It's, it's just they feel like they start taking that on as who they are, um, which the book speaks to as well. Like if your habits start aligning with your identity, then you have to have a distinct understanding of like, wait, do I want this to be who I am? Do I want to be someone who's always messing up my love life? Or do I want to be a faithful husband and a good father, right? The, those are the things that are correlating with like your decisions because each habit, each decision you make would be like, is having one another one, if that's going to be one too many, the habits of someone who's going to be a faithful partner? If that's not the habit, then you're going to put that tequila down. I think it's I think it's harder, I mean, easier said than done. It's we all, every single year, especially this is the new year, every single year we make New Year's resolutions. And then if you actually go back and look at your old resolutions, it's the same thing it was last year. The same exact thing. Not not yours. I'm just saying people people in general, you know, because I just remember growing up, this was actually a good habit. My parents, my parents, my parents got some good habits, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I remember like each year we did uh, 10 things on resolutions. Like we had 10 resolutions that we made and then we put it on top of like, you know, they used to have like the China cabinet. So we had like the big, all the, I don't know why people have China cabinets for Why do you have glass that you can't use? You know, isn't that crazy? No, it's decorative. I think it's kind of, I think it's like a, a museum in your house. But it's like for plates and stuff. So like if I'm hungry and I need a fork and there's one in the China, I'm taking that thing out of China. <laughs> we never had forks in there, but I'm just saying it's just like. I was about to say, I don't think usually it's more platters, but I digress. Yeah, I didn't see a fork in there. Yeah, platters, yeah. cups, and it was a bunch of stuff. But like mm -hmm. I said, we had we did a list of 10 things. We put it on top of the um, China cabinet and then like closer to the end of the year, we look at it and say, hey, what did we do? So I think that was kind of a, a good habit, but a lot of times it was we were writing down the the same habits every single year because we didn't complete it last year. So as I said, I think it's easier said than done. Like you know you have a problem, but having that habit it's it's hard to break. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's absolutely a layer of intentionality needed to not only have the resolve to be aware of your habits, but to then start making um, intentional decisions about what it looks like to adjust them. Like if I'm not happy with my day-to-day -day life and there's a habit that correlates with that, um, then that's to your your first question. Like how do you start knowing that they're bad habits? If, if everyone around you has this habit and the life that they're living isn't a life that you're trying to live, then that might be a bad habit, right? There's some early cues of like, maybe this isn't something that's productive for me. True, true. I like that. But also I'm thinking about for example, social media, right? Social media is a release because your day is stressed out. So you might not be where you want to be in life, but that's a tool that you use to kind of escape that. That's 
technically a bad habit. You don't want to be scrolling on Instagram or scrolling on social media all day. But what do you do in place of that to be able to keep you sane? Something that's actually aligned with what you want to do. Um, like for me, um, a big piece of like focus for this year is cutting out distractions. Um, social media being one of them, right? Like you said, we like to enjoy it. But also, I think thinking about like my habits and identity, I want it to be someone who doesn't consume social media for escapism. Um, I want to consume it for creative encouragement, maybe inspiration, um, because I think that also changes your cadence. If I'm like, okay, if I need inspiration for meals, I want inspiration for different DIY projects, things for the home, then when I started curating my timeline, then anything that was more escapism, anything that's more, oh, look at them, oh, look at that, start unfollowing, started clearing that out so that the only things that pop up are lock hairstyles because I need inspiration for I go see my homegirl, get my shout, reach Shout out, look at her hair, hair been, look, turn your hair around a little bit, come on now, come on now, all right, all right. So I'm looking at that, I'm making sure that we're eating healthy meals, gluten-free meals, um, I'm looking at things that are curating our home, right? So that's that that's the the focus. Um, so I think you have to be intentional. If you use it for for good, it can still be good. But um, so that way, there's still a way to feel released, to feel escape when I'm enjoying things like my real life like i'm tapping into my real life enjoying getting my real hair done and i'm not just watching to look at other people and be like oh my god look she got such good edges oh my god mm, i wish i had more edges it's like well you gotta look at hairstyles with the edges you got baby or get you some stick on edges and then order you some they make stick on edges the girls that know no but i mean get you some and then go about your business and keep it pushing but you don't scroll all day looking at other girls edges like ah must be nice <laughs> that's like don't nobody want to want to hear that all the time that's not encouraging mm -hmm. i don't know how we got to, we were talking about here but yeah, yeah you just, you just went far <laughs> i don't even remember what my question was what was my question your question was thinking about social media a lot of people mm -hmm. use it for escapism mm -hmm. um so i was just thinking about using it more strategically not mm -hmm. for escapism actually like enjoying your life don't feel like you need to escape your life find mm -hmm. things to enjoy in your real life mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i don't know i i, I just think because it's more than social media because i understand where you're, you're coming from but i think it's so many things people use for escaping people use you know drinking on the weekends people use cigarettes people use hardcore drugs people, people people use a lot of things for escape so how do you find those healthy ways to escape mm, i mean i think it's i think it's less about escaping and it's just more about the things that make you feel like you mm -hmm. and that make you feel joy and content mm -hmm. in your day-to-day -day life I like that. because i think it's the complete opposite you if you're looking for an escape then those things are escapes that's how people get caught in them. It's a rabbit hole. I'm not looking for an escape. I'm looking for something that highlights the goodness that's already in my life. Mm, she's spitting, y'all. So yeah, I think I think that's the thing. If your social media is for that, then if you know if you really you really have a green thumb, you love plants, then your social media doesn't have to be filled with other people that are doing things that you you know hope to do or want to do. Maybe fill it up with people who are 
really deep into their green thumb and they're enjoying that like even if maybe you only get to be in in your home city find people in your city different plant shops and things like find the joy in your life stop looking for joy in other people's Mm -hmm. thinking that's gonna give you joy it doesn't i like that i like how you said fuck i was about to say let's get away from the social media talk more about what you can do like Mm -hmm. recently we got a plant you want to shut out the plant Oh, we do. His name is Samuel. Samuel L. <laughs> Not Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Samuel, like the prophet um, for May, Samuel, like Samuel Jackson. Either way, Samuel is a strong, solid, blessed name. And so that's the name Samuel the Snake Plant, baby. Okay. So even that was a cool journey because we were looking at, you know, YouTube videos of different things and we want to get more greenery. So it was definitely something cool. But if that's something you're into, that's kind of like, like you said, not really your escape, but find the joy because now you're, you know, walking up and down Lowe's, walking up and down Home Depot and seeing how bad some of them plants were. Some of them, some of them plants were struggling. They was down bad, baby. Yeah. I don't think nobody's green thumb could have saved them. Yeah, they were, they were kind of bad. So we found one good, we should, probably should have brought them to the show. Come on now. We should have brought them to the show. But but we we found one good snake plant. It's pretty small, and we're just gonna you know Let enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we we had another plant that died, so we was like, we're not doing that. We're not we're not doing that. So we, we the snake plant. If y'all don't know too much about snake plants, they say that they're pretty easy to to, to water and take and care hard of. to kill. Yeah, you got. And that's what we needed. Yeah, because actually the way you kill them is by over watering it. So you can honestly just set it on the floor and forget about it. That's and that's of, what we're going to do. That's my kind of green thumb right there. Yeah, yeah. So what are what are other what are other things people can do to in, enjoy life? Oh, I'm sorry, you said something. I'm sorry, I was trying to dab you up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it looks like like um just building habits around the things that you love. So mm-hmm. whatever that looks like for you, um, um, if you love food. Um, one thing that we started looking at is uh, Tabitha. Honey, I love looking at Tabitha Brown. So um, there's a lot of dietary restrictions that I have for certain reasons. There's ones that Jalan has out of discipline. But for me, this year is really about like a habit of not only um, honoring those boundaries for our eating, but also enjoying food. Um, so that's something that I want to do. Habits of finding um, tasty food. That's healthy food, right? So um, I've been following some vegan pages and things. We're not going vegan. We're going vegan, don't, y'all. Don't tell, put listen, that on me. When we started dating, I told her we're going to be vegan in a couple of years. And she's and she's, I told him that wasn't going to happen. And she's over here looking at looking up vegan stuff herself. I'm not even just, pushing it. Just because it's Tab with us, Auntie Tab. So I just wanted to figure out how to get more. Having some meals throughout the week that don't even have meat and that are still filling, I just think that's a cool concept. It's one I'm open to. Um, I'm not going vegan though. You watch, heard it okay, here well, first. We gonna save what was today's day. We gonna save this episode so y'all gonna see when she has episode. <gasps> we vegan, y'all. I don't sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> but right. um, that's that's some of the ways I think about. What do you what do you think about when thinking about building good habits and finding joy in like everyday life? Yeah, I think it's just just doing what you love. Like for example, I bought this camera. You know, we bought these mics. So we can not really escape, but enjoy life. Like this is something that we're sitting down, just having a conversations, conversations that we always have. We just actually recording this one. And that, that's something that's fun. And, you know, you can, you know, spend time of not really escaping life, but you're enjoying life. Like you said, so I got the camera, I go to the gym, I record, like I don't only just work out, I record it. You know, I do everything that's just 
fun for me. I'm editing all day. Like this is what I'm doing. So I'm not escaping life. I'm not doing something just to just to like flatten my mind out. I don't know if you ever heard of like TVs, like the idiot box. You never mm-hmm. heard of that? Okay. So yeah, they used to, back in the day they used to call the TV like the idiot box because the only thing you're doing is just watching it and your your brain's basically turning to mush. Mm-hmm. So that's the, basically the same thing. Now we have an idiot box in our hand where. You're just looking at stuff, stuff that don't make any sense or not, not into, not, not uh, teaching you anything. You just kind of turn your brain to mush. So it's always good to find things outside of the idiot box. Yeah, yeah, and also I think it's important to remember that like inspiration does not just come from. Um, even though social media can be a great way to find it, TV user can be a great way to find it. Um, the inspiration for this podcast came from a book. Reading is still fundamental. Okay, it's still fundamental. Pick up a book, get an audio book. Please read more. Um, yeah, nothing's wrong with an audio book either. Yeah, I, at first, uh, I didn't, I'm not a big fan of audiobooks because I kind of want to like stop the book and go back and do different things, kind of know where I'm at. But audiobooks is cool too. It's just, I just feel like you're just gonna be going through the book pretty quick through audiobook. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. I think about people who have long commutes and things mm-hmm. like that. True, uh, true. Audiobook's a good way to podcast too. Podcast Un- unknown and talented. Put us on, turn it up. That's, that's something you need, to, you need to check out too. Do that. <laughs> All right, but let's let's get back into the book and principles that we've learned in the book. So one thing that that we learned in the book, pretty much like early on, was. Um, like the small habits. Mm-hmm. So people always think about, like we said, the big thing, trying to escape in life or trying to find big things. But what is like the small things that people can do to change? Hmm. I mean, I think it all depends on your life. One thing about this book is that he's giving a lot of insight into small steps that you can take. And what that looks like is different for um, for every single person just based on what your goals are. But he set this really intentional trajectory of understanding the identity of what you um, want to align with and then what it looks like to be uh, 1% better. So like the example he uses has to do with uh, bicyclers in the first chapter, right? Like, are we bicyclers? We about to be. You know what? Let's get into it. We about to be bicyclists. Now that's something we will be by the end of this year. But anyway, I digress. Um, but talking about this bicycling team. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> And how they were doing small things to increase like uh, the 1% of like their uniform, 1% of the tires, 1% of the seat, 1% of the rest. Um, So when looking at your life, if there's things about your restfulness you want to increase, if there are things about um, your meals, things about um, how you plan, how you organize your day, like there's always one small thing that you can do to improve that and just finding those small places. Pastor Han, he preached the house down today. Um, we can, can we put that in the bio too? Put the book, put this sermon as well. I know, it's, we just, we plug in links because I really want you to hear this and not just be like, oh, that was cute. Shalon is cute, I'm a fan. I want you to really hear it and start thinking about your life and like, what are some habits, some small ways? All right, I don't, I don't want you to go too far. Oh, I'm kinda, sorry. You, you gotta know, go back and forth. Like, okay, it's a okay. conversation now. I'm so sorry. So I do like how you gave that example of the bike, but I kind of want to give y'all a better like visual of what's going on. So if you think about uh, a sprint, you think about everybody's running 100, right? Mm-hmm. The person that gets first place got whatever time. The person that got second place lost by 0. 0.0 something seconds. So it's something that that person did for when that Olympic race came for them to win. It's not in that they did that day. It's what they did before. 
So it's that one day that you didn't feel like working out or training or stretching or or doing something. That's how you lost the race. You didn't lose the race there. So I just I just love how the book is just saying one percent better every day because that's a minor thing. And then once you lose by 0.02, nobody knows who you are. Nobody knows who won the silver medal. We we know you know the what's the guy's name? Gosh, he's Jamaican too. Apparently, you don't know who Jeez. won too. <laughs> <laughs> what's his name? Because it was a long time ago too. Hey, I was about to say Barack Obama. It's not Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> what is his name? I'm about to get mad. Gosh, Jamaican. Uh, we cut this out. I'm not. This is too bad. This is too bad. The Jamaican runner. You know it too. You're not gonna say it. You just go. You stay quiet, then. Come on now. What's his name? Is this too funny to me? What's his name? Are Phil? you talking about Usain Bolt? Yes, there we go. There we go. Usain Bolt. Who's Usain Bolt? Gosh, Lee. You can't help me out. I'm out here drowning. You gotta, when you mess it up, I throw, I throw you a bone. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All I'm saying is that you know who the first person is. You don't know who second place is. So those minor things that you do for whenever that race is. You might, it might not be a race in your life. It might be like a speech. Let's say you're a speaker and then you you do little things to get better to get prepared for that speech so you don't you don't fail on that speech. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm done talking for the day. You got it. You, you, can, you can run the podcast. I'll let you drown. <laughs> Love you too, babe. Um, Love you. That was a great point. Great point, Jalan. Um <laughs> Would you like to continue to? I don't. I don't even know where I'm going after this. But basically, basically, we're just saying the small things in life, and then you were gonna go. Go ahead, because you you were going after that. Yeah. Okay, got you. Start talking about pastor and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the message you preached today was just really insightful. Thinking about those same uh, types of cadences of just taking it one day at a time, one win without your. Um, without your mind sort of wandering to thinking about the whole year or years later or one day when, but just thinking about a win you can complete each day. Um, and then to your point, that small percentage is adding up over the time of a year um, and just being um, at peace with the, mm -hmm. the process that's aligned with getting there. But mm -hmm. also- and One more thing, I'm sorry, because yeah. I kind of thinking now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the reason why I brought the Olympics up is because the Olympics are every four years. So you have four years to get ready for, might be more than one race, but you got legit four years to get ready for one race. So that's a long period of time. So you can't wait till that last year to say, oh man, it's coming up soon. I'm about to go crazy. You got four years to do it. Or especially like you run that race, Hussein Bolt just beat you. What you going to do? Now you got to get ready for the next four years. You have races in between, but nobody really watches those races. Like it's coming up now, the Olympics, people are going to get start gearing up for it. You know, the only person that doesn't watch the Olympics is um, Simone Biles' uh, husband. He's the only one that watched the Olympics. <laughs> Everybody else gonna be tuned in watching. Oh boy! Just, All right, see what happens when I hand you the mic. You gotta be petty. <laughs> so I'll just say that's kind of wild, though. That's kind of wild, but it is what it is. I, 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 hey. All right. I'm saying I might might know who she is, but not know her name. You know, it's kind of crazy. I don't know. If we get in a spot like that, I'm be like, I ain't gonna be like that. I ain't even know who she was. I mean, we didn't know. We didn't know. I'm who. still gonna say I'm, I knew you. That's beautiful. I appreciate that. Yeah. How long are you going to tell him you knew me for? Five years. 
solid. I I respect that. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Lost my whole train of thought now. You're so silly. All right, so. So one day win, there you go. One day wins. One day wins. Um, thinking about your habits, um, just those small um, intervals of change, of growth, um, and intentionality for that. Um, one thing that he said in the book that I liked is when thinking again about that identity and your wins is that, you know, every day may not be the same day of feeling that success. It might feel like a smaller task or just maintaining that momentum by not reverting to old habits. But even within that, like just he used it in the analogy of votes. So like you don't have to get every single vote to win an election, but you just need to have more votes aligning with who you want to be, more habits aligning with who you're trying to be than the habits that are pulling you backwards towards things that don't um, support your growth. So I think thinking about it holistically, we're not telling anyone that you have to be perfect every single day. It's going to be a day where all of your habits align. But the more you're intentional about those small things that you can do each day, then when you look back over cadences of months and years and weeks, um, you're going to see that that growth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And a habit, habit that, that I'm, I'm definitely changing, I kind of briefly talked about it, is being on social media because I do so much. I record a podcast edit a podcast, got a fitness Instagram, um, work, you know, you do, I do so many different things. So thinking about 24 hours in a day, how much time are you going to spend on social media or on mindless things? I know we have the screen time on the phone. I'm looking, I'm spending what, five hours, six hours on my phone. Some of that time is productive, but five hours in a day out of 24 and how much you sleep before, you know? So you don't really have that much time. So you just got to make sure that those little small minutes, you know, minutes, seconds you're using is for, for production. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, um, I have it. I spoke a little bit too about this, just eating well, mm-hmm. um, just small habits of like, you know, not go out, um, just being intentional to not eat things. I've been um, under the constraints of being gluten free. Um, and so not trying to test the limits of that when mm-hmm. I go out, small habits of just eating what has the gluten-free little marker sticker on it on the menu. Yeah. And then when we're at home eating that, um, you know, just making sure that small habit of whatever we've cooked, that's what I'm eating mm-hmm. and not looking at them and feeling like I want that and going to get Popeye's instead. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's small things every day that I um, eat healthy and eat things that are honorable to my palate i'm choosing to be someone who is not uh chaotic mm-hmm. uh, to my digestive system and that's the identity that i want to have so so you made a, a good point so we started off by talking about habits how not really knowing well i said not really knowing if a habit is good or bad so now you have something in your life is when the minute you eat something now you know that's a bad habit. You get the automatic effect of that hurting you. Like me on social media for five minutes, I don't I don't know how that's gonna affect me, but you eating something that's gluten, it affects you right away. How does that how have you adjusted to that? I know you said you're working on it, but how have you adjusted to every time you eat it, you know it's gonna be an effect right after? Um I mean, I think it took a while to accept. Um the fact that like I had to uh, change my diet at first, I didn't realize what was triggering discomfort. Um, but then once I realized what it was, it was trying to find things that 
uh, were in still in my budget that I could eat and enjoy. Um, it's now having conversations with people. So even thinking about your habits, there might be people you have to have conversations with. Now when I go home and I go to other people's homes to eat food, oh, you know, I can't have that, you know, or um, no thank you for things that I won't. I would, I really want that mac and cheese. But unless the noodles are gluten-free, that's going to tear me up. So it's, it's a lot aligned with what you spoke about last week with your boundaries and honoring yourself. Your, your habits will start aligning with having to set those boundaries too. But to your point, there are certain things you feel immediately. There are certain things that over time you'll feel. But regardless, your habits are going to catch up with you. Mm -hmm. So talking about habits more and talking about having those people in your life, how has having to not only your diet, but I'm pretty sure other habits you have to change that everyone else isn't doing. So like, for example, we going out to eat, you know, Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner with family. You can't eat those rolls. You can't eat that. So what other habits have you changed just for yourself that you probably haven't grown up seeing? Ooh, um, I think there are financial habits that I've tapped into. Um, my parents created a lot of good habits thinking about being really mindful with like your budget and numbers. Um, but when it came to like investing and like not only saving money, but then growing that money, those were new habits. And I had to tap into um, online courses and trainings and financial digital advisors and things like people who understood that landscape because I wanted to make sure that like financially I was situating myself not only for this moment, but also for the future. So um, that was creating like a different trajectory of habits that they didn't necessarily have like the insight for, but it was still something I knew I needed to curate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Habit that I built that made like a lot of difference for me is just getting into the world of like self-help and everything. Like my dad introduced it to me. That's a good habit for my dad as well. Come on, I, I, I wasn't thinking when I started. My, I was getting a lot of good habits from my parents. But a book that my dad had me read when I was super young was Rhinoceros Success. So it's like the book is like probably 20 pages. The words are big. But it's about like different habits about waking up early, about having saving money. It was just so many different things about like you want to be this rhinoceros. Like you're thinking about this big, solid creature and you want to make sure that you're you're moving into a way that that creature will kind of move. So then that got into, you know, looking into um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is one of my favorite books. And that habit was, if you haven't seen Rich Dad, I mean, if you haven't read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, it's a really good book to read. But but that's that was just talking about how you're being around different people can change your habits. So Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So he his dad was the poor dad, right? He was working at a shop where one of his friend's dad was the rich dad. So he was just watching his dad move and like his dad making movements. He's like, oh, he does things different. I don't remember because I can read the book in a minute, but he his dad did different things than his dad. So he started like following what this guy's dad was doing, ended up changing his life. So even though you're around, you know, a certain environment or a certain you know, family members that do certain way, that's fine. You don't got to like talk bad about them. But when you find the other way, you can't go back to that other life because everything else is going to be different. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, it lands in this space of um, your identity starts to shift too mm -hmm. with your habits yeah. and how you see yourself. Like for them to differentiate between rich dad, poor dad, it's now not only 
um, these habits, but now I align myself with someone who's wealthy. That's my identity. Yeah. So now the choices I make and the habits I have have to align with wealth. Mm-hmm. I can't create habits that align with poverty. That's not even, I don't, I don't want anything to do with that. So that, that's really where, um, the huge shift starts to take place that the book speaks to is when you start looking at yourself as that person that aligns with your habits. Yeah. Yeah. And, and another thing, the reason why, you know, I work out and wake up so early, like I wake up at five o'clock, like it's, it's ridiculous. I wake up at five. But the reason why I, I do these things is because reading more books, I was reading a book on Steve Harvey. I was reading a book on Kevin Hart. Um, I think uh, Russell, Russell Simmons, <laughs> I know you wasn't gonna help me out. <laughs> so I was, <laughs> I was reading a book on Kevin Hart, Steve Harvey, and Russell Simmons, and every single one of them woke up early. Like Russell Simmons did yoga. Steve Harvey got the morning show on the radio. He got so many different things. He has to wake up early. Kevin Hart woke up early to work out. So all these people that you know, I'm reading a book and being inspired by. I'm like. I want a life that they have. I want a life or sit out what they have, but similar to what they have, I have to do the things that they, they do. So then I started waking up like at four o'clock, setting my alarm. It was it was crazy. I was just like, yeah, why am I up at four? That's why I'm living with my parents. They sleeping. Their habits are not going to be the same thing. So it was different. I remember going to bed early. It was like nine o'clock. They're watching the, the NBA game. I'm like, all right, good night, guys. And they up there watching it, laughing. I could hear them, you know? So it was just like... Yeah. You know, the being lo- looking outside of yourself, there's going to be a lot of different habits, but you got to know where you want to go. So I'm not, like I said, I'm not bashing my family or any any habits they have, but just knowing where you want to go, it doesn't have to always be with the people that, you don't have to always be the same as the people around you. If you want more, you got to, you know, do more. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's just an interesting um, pivot of, as you start creating those habits, then you'll also start aligning with other people mm-hmm. that have more of those habits as well. I look at my my friend group and my peers and my colleagues, and as I started moving in different ways financially, then I started aligning with more people that had those same type of habits and then tapping into more networks um, of like thoughts and ways to create additional streams and things I hadn't even considered before. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll still have, like you said, that alignment with people that you love. And if anything, maybe be that connecting piece for them to think about additional habits as they see uh, the blessings and growth curate in your life. But then mm-hmm. you'll also start connecting with people that'll continue to be the catalyst for you to mm-hmm. do the work. True. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I'm, I'm talking right now. I'm sorry. But yeah, I just want to, you know, shout out to my mom because what I did, I changed reading these books changed my habits of wanting to go into the gym being healthy because i'm up anyway i'm up at four o'clock and anyway so i ended up changing my habits of being you know in shape working out because i wanted to improve who i was and you know that made my parents want to start getting back in the gym you know when people get older they're like i ain't trying to do that i'm trying to chill make my parents get back in the gym but the reason why i want to shout my mom out is because she was working out she ended up hurting her ankle working out so she's just doing some regular thing and breaking her ankle she's gone for I got to do it again. Okay. So I just want to shout my mom out is because, you know, she's just working out, you know, doing what she had to do. And she ended up breaking her ankle, you know, just doing a regular little slide move. After she broke her ankle and ended up getting healthy again, she went right back into the gym. It's because now that's her identity. Her identity is somebody that works out. You know, in life, you're going to want to try to do things. 
and things are not going to work out. It's it's going to be easier to quit. I wouldn't even blame her. I'm like, you, you broke your ankle doing it. Okay, you can quit. You don't got to work out forever. <laughs> but now she's working out for Christmas. She ended up getting a bunch of workout clothes because yeah. that's the only thing that's on her list. But, you know, once it's your identity, yo, you're going to keep doing it. Yeah, no, absolutely. It definitely starts just tying more into who you are. So mm-hmm. I think it's a great place to start. We're definitely going to chat more about habits. Like mm-hmm. I said, we're just wait early. A minute, wait a minute. We're not done. What, 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 things are, what things are you doing to help the people around you? What kind of habits have you changed that's helped? Imp- I don't know. Got to help somebody out. Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, um, if you're watching, you'll see a little bit of my office. So a lot of the creative decor projects that I do um, inspires my mom and my sisters and like different colleagues I have will ask me about like little DIY things they can do in their homes or like little aesthetic things. And so it's it tickles me because I don't think too much about it, to be honest. Um, I just love curating aesthetics. I love doing it. But my sister will call me and be like, wait, I'm trying to like move stuff around in this room. And I Sometimes I don't even have an answer, but I I just really do appreciate that they think of me that way to think about aesthetic things for their home and building out decor. And so it's something I want to pour more into um, sharing that gift with people because I think I'm starting to realize that it really is a gift. It's something that everybody doesn't naturally curate. So helping to um, coordinate that and then even um, just conversations I have with people about financial things and uh, ways to invest and you know just solid long-term things it's not you know anything wow that you have to you know tap into every day but just consistent slow and steady investing that will create additional streams and thinking about your future so I think I have a lot more of those conversations with my family and my friends now because I'm starting to see the the harvest reap from sowing those seeds of things in my life and I'm seeing like oh wow like this is something that's really impactful and that um, can touch people so mm-hmm. yeah that's beautiful you can wrap it up now i'm sorry i just wanted to make sure you you pointed because you're doing great things as well so it's definitely things that you're doing that's outside the box that affecting people like i'm i've been spreading the bed and i'm lying no, it's <laughs> i was about to say what Go ahead, when, up, when did you spread the bed uh, <laughs> 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 but uh but yeah this this will be one of probably many conversations uh, that will start the year off on so just leaning into the thoughts around your habits and your goals um, and then sharing what it looks like for us in our journey. Um, one thing you said at the beginning, you're like, you know, it's the new year. You got the same things. Yeah, that's not us. You know, no, no shade to anybody. If this is where you're sitting right now, because a year from now can look completely different, but it's, it's not us. And it's not us because we're more special or more grand. It's us because each day, we're holding each other accountable. Find someone to be accountable with you. Mm-hmm. We're having meetings with each other about our goals. We're checking in. Um, find someone else who wants to partner with you and say like, no, like when we hit 2025 and I look back over here in my life, like I'm going to be in a different position. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I gotta say it too. So you looking at me huh? like I gotta say it too. No, I was just looking oh, at you. Oh, twenty twenty five. I'll be a different, different position. You just looked at me like it was supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a church, and you yeah, gotta repeat it. Yeah, repeat after me. Okay. <laughs> two thousand twenty five. I'll be in a different position. We'll be a different position. All right. Hey, look. That's all I got. That's why I was looking at you. I didn't oh. want to go to wrap it up, and you had something else to oh, say. Oh no, nah, so. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. We did. We did. We've been talking too. I don't know how long this bit. This bit. A minute. So yeah, we've been talking. All right. Well, 
We appreciate you listening. If you're at this point in the podcast, please comment, like, subscribe. If you're going to start reading along with us, um, drop that in the chat. Like I said, we'll put some links uh, for some of the books we spoke to um, just so you can get that resource and take your time, highlight your books, read your books. Um, let us know anything that stands out to you as you're reading. Um, really appreciate you just taking time to listen and to think about your day to day. So until next time, it's been Sharnae Janice, your very own Jalon Abrams. Hey, think about your habits. Make one of your habits being, being easy. Ah, hey, a habit of being easy. I like that. Maybe I don't. That sounds sort of bad. Like being easy. Like it sounds so <laughs> listen listen I, you will say it again then. say it again it's never like, mind maybe don't make that a habit but you know easy be easy i start thinking like easy like sleazy easy not like easy not like easy breezy beautiful cover girl that's the kind of easy i mean like lax and cute not easy like all right guys thanks for listening <laughs> jalade Sharde. i don't know what you got going on over there we're out like comment subscribe share with a friend leave a comment if you are reading the book let us know we're gonna i don't know should we do more episodes to talk about the book or probably we'll probably drop some more heat okay yeah yeah i don't think we're gonna do like specific uh episodes of just the book we're gonna probably add it into other stuff we talk about but yeah if you're reading the book you know let us know and we would update y'all on the next episode all right we out all right you want to be, be easy go i just said okay be easy it.